listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. gente mafiosa, su fama se ha propagado, causa de una nueva droga que los gringos han creado. You're listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Also call myself the Paragon of Broadcasting Excellence. I have been binge watching Better Call Saul. Which is in the, the, the Breaking Bad universe. In the, in the background, that's, that's the, the Ballad of Heisenberg. Negro y Azul. And we all know the Breaking Bad story where, where Walter White basically becomes Scarface. He's, he's a regular guy. Finds out that he has terminal cancer and, and starts uh, cooking and, and dealing meth. But the prequel for, for called Better Call Saul, which is centered around the, the crooked lawyer that helps Walter White, played by Brian Cranston, helps him launder his money. When you get into that prequel, I had watched it over the years. It's a very slow-moving story. It's not like Breaking Bad. You don't, you don't have the big explosions. You don't, you don't have 12 guys getting hit in prison by, by the, um, the Aryan Brotherhood. But when you really look at Better Call Saul, in many ways, it's actually better written than Breaking Bad. And I've been binge watching it. And really, Better Call Saul, what's impressive about it, it's centered around the lawyer, uh, Jimmy McGill, who becomes uh, Saul Goodman. You know, it's all good, man. And it shows how he became a lawyer. It shows the dynamic with his family and and how he, he had to scrap and scrape. He didn't go to a great law school. He was in the mailroom. He was a con man that had been in all sorts of trouble in Chicago. He went out to his brother, who was this elite legal mind, and it shows how how Saul Goodman worked his way up. And it shows the evolution of, of how Jimmy McGill became Saul Goodman by the time you got to Breaking Bad, and he's helping, he's helping Heisenberg and Jesse Pinkman launder money, helps them escape. They, they got the vacuum cleaner salesman who can disappear someone. Jesse Pinkman ended up in, in Alaska. Walter White ended up in, in uh, New Hampshire, and, and Saul Goodman himself ended up at a Cinnabon in Omaha. And that's part of the show. But what I'm really getting into watching it the second time around is it's actually the story of the cartel, and it's the story of Gus, Gustavo Fring, who is played by Giancarlo Esposito. Now we got to give Giancarlo Esposito his flowers. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito, he was in, if you're not familiar with him, he was in The Usual Suspects. Giancarlo Esposito kind of had a bit part in Usual Suspects. He was the policeman that went to, to talk to the guy about Kaiser Soze which turned out to be Kevin Spacey. Man, Kevin Spacey, he's he's had a, a, a fall from grace. When he was Kaiser Soze, it's like this dude is in a, is an amazing actor. And and now um, his career has been derailed by, by things going on off screen. But Giancarlo Esposito, his portrayal of, of Gustavo Fring is, is just out of this world. It's otherworldly. 
where he's playing he's got the the the, the Los Pollos Hermanos. So he's he's basically got his own Kentucky Fried Chicken franchise. He's a regular guy. He obviously has OCD shirt always tucked in. A slight guy. Very unassuming. Little do you know he's he's the he's the the head of a of a crystal methamphetamine empire. And it, it shows in Better Call Saul how the lab was made that ultimately Walter White and Jesse Pinkman would cook in everything from the backstory. How did Gus get into power and, and the dynamic between the cartel? So many great actors in Better Call Saul. You had Tony Dalton, who played Lalo Salamanca. And unlike the other cartel people who were, were highly volatile and angry and loud, Tony Dalton, like Lalo would come in, he would he would smile. He was very unassuming, good looking, tall. And then he pull out a gun with a silencer and 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 put one a couple bullets in the back of your head. Completely amoral. And watching the the cartel and Gus kind of play chess against each other for for supremacy was was very interesting. The the lady that plays Kim Wexler, Rhea Seahorn, she's an amazing actress. The chemistry that she had with uh, with with Saul Goodman, Bob Odenkirk, just out of this world. I mean, a, a, f- a phenomenal show, but I would definitely recommend it. I ended up, I ended up binge watching the entire series, and then I went and watched Breaking Bad after that. So I've been, I've been watching, binge watching this stuff like all summer. So watching like four or five episodes during the day while I'm working, while I'm doing, while I'm doing, while I'm running my consulting business down at Paragon Seven Studios, and Paragon, it's Paragon. the the Seven. cinematography, Studios. the. Studios. The stories, there's so many double crosses and, and underlying issues. You have Jonathan Banks playing Mike Ermintrout, who's in his 70s, but kind of this hitman and, and cleaner and, and P.I. There's an episode where Jimmy's doing a, a, a drop, uh, Saul Goodman's doing a drop. He's picking up several million dollars to, to bail out one of his clients. And these thugs roll up. They stop him. They're out in the desert. And they they get the money and they put the gun to 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 his head, and the leader does the does the throat slash. And you think you're like, man, is he about to get killed? Because if he gets killed, he's not in Breaking Bad, so that can't happen. And and Jonathan Banks' character, Mike Ermintrout, comes out of nowhere, sniping people from from a couple hundred yards away. Like it's just it's amazing action, but but I would definitely recommend it. It's it's really a story. It's more about the cartel. And Gustavo Fring, it's more about that than it actually is about um, Saul Goodman and, and his practice of the law and, and dating life and personal life and family life and all of that. I think season one and two, they kind of set that up. But once you get to season three, it's really a, a cartel show. And in many ways, just as good as Breaking Bad. Paragraph 7. You are listening to the Lance Jr. Waterlabs AI prides itself in understanding the true healthcare industry drivers. Our Transform RCM suite of solutions focuses 100% on intelligent automation. 
Our solutions make use of robotic process automation, machine learning, and artificial intelligence. The value this brings to our clients greatly impacts the time, effort, and financial constraints that keep healthcare executives up at night. This is James Lewis, host of the Lanch Day Radio Network HealthCast series, here for Water Labs AI. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. Studios. James Lewis. Some of the older kids were sitting behind me. They were making fun of my haircut. So you're sitting in church. I can hear them clouding. They're making fun of the haircut. They're having jokes. They're having jokes. I'm sitting with my boys uh, a row in front of them. We get to... One of the parts where you have to stand in church, I think, is where where at at our church, there's a part where you meet and greet people. So you shake people's hands, you pray with them. Hey, good, to, hey, good to see you, Elder. Good to see you. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. I turned around as we were all standing up to sing the next hymn, and I slapped the living hell out of this person. I mean, I slapped them. It was like it was like Chris Rock getting slapped by Will Smith beforehand. The only thing I didn't do is like take a glove off like a Frenchman and slap him across the face with the glove. Like I slap, this is a 13 year old slapping the taste out of a 17 year old's mouth. Like this guy was a star player on the basketball team. None of those guys ever mess with me ever again. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.